Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello, my name's Nick. Hello, I'm Woogie. We are the Mouth of Manliness. This is a podcast all about uh, mental health. But it's not just mental health. Um, it's kind of about people's lives and about uh, how they cope and how they manage in the world. Yeah, and digging into the stories that make them who they are. Yeah, so it's real life stories um, where we talk about things that people have been through and how they've managed and how they've coped and how they've come out the other side. So sometimes it's just me and Woggy here, but more often than not, we're talking to guests, uh, sometimes more well-known guests, but more often than anything, it's um, just normal people who have been through um, interesting situations. Yeah, and they've all got a lovely story to tell. Yeah, so mouth and manliness, we are about mental health, but we're more about people and stories. So, welcome to the mouth. The mouth of manliness. Welcome <laughs> to the mouth of manliness. <laughs> yeah, we're back. This is quite nice, actually, because um, uh, I haven't seen Warren for a few weeks, so no. it's, it's quite nice to kind of be back um, in the pods, for want of a better word. It's um, nice, mate. It's nice. It's nice. Getting sweaty with one another. And it is. <laughs> we is are, it. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, um, it's like 26 like, degrees today. Yeah, this will probably come out in quite a while, but yeah. uh, just know that we are sweating a lot and I refuse to wear shorts. Yeah. So um, I'm <laughs> st- quite literally stuck to myself. Oh, it's beautiful in here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have got shorts on because yeah. I, I just need an excuse and that's it, you know. <laughs> yeah. It's one of my insecurities, shorts. Oh, mate. It really is. <laughs> anyway, welcome back. Season three, we are yes. still on it. We're still in, yeah, in the middle of season three. All going well. I hope everyone else is doing all right. Yes. Uh, lockdown is easing up. We're getting our lives back, uh, which, funnily enough, which I, I think um, isn't as simple as it sounds. No, I think people not really. struggle getting their lives back a little bit. Feels that, yeah, yeah, for sure. But our guest today is uh, Darren. It's Darren Smith, isn't it? Sure is. Darren <laughs> Smith, welcome, Darren. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, cheers, Darren. Thank you for having me. Um, it's good to be here and it's good to be on the show. Um, I've got my shorts on. Yes. Oh, you have? 
Yeah. Good lad. Good lad. This is it. <laughs> yeah. I've got a shirt on the top half. Yeah. yeah. Like business That's attire, it. but business I've got the shorts and flip flops on. Barbecue at the bottom. <laughs> oh, <hey. laughs> Upstairs for work, downstairs <laughs> for power. There you go, mate. I'm always on that. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Good lad. That's it. Yeah, thanks, Darren. It's really great. So, um, my friend, Kirsty, kind of um, put me in touch with you, and I was like, yes, definitely. Definitely want Darren on, and um, yeah, yeah, yeah. enough. And, and my friend Kirsty mentioned to me about you guys, Amazing. and I said yes, absolutely. Yeah, Let's have a it's, chat. It's quite. I've really noticed that, uh, like the little the mental health world community is quite small. Right. Everyone kind of knows each other or knows of each other a little bit. It's quite nice. Mm. The people who kind of talk about it, you know, we all kind of get to know one another. And I like that. So, um, so Darren, you are uh, part of Andy's Man Club? Yeah, so I facilitate the South End uh, group of Andy's Man Club. It's the very first Andy's Man Club group in Essex. Yeah. And... <laughs> Uh, Here comes right. the dog Just to say hello. Hello, hello. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> all good. Um, so it's the first group in Essex, and um, yeah, we've, we've we've just celebrated our first month. We've we've, we've been running for for a month, hmm. and we've had forty men through the door. Have you really? Wow, that's amazing. Um, so I'm averaging ten, or we're averaging ten ten a meeting. A um, oh. couple of guys have been to every meeting. Um, newcomers are coming as well and it's just um, a great format for fellas to come along on a Monday night mm. and have a chat and talk about how they're feeling yeah massively important so fantastic I, that before um, so yeah, when uh, I was kind of looking into it a little bit and uh, <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> don't worry, I love dogs. It's my dog's birthday today. <laughs> Can you bear with me a second? Yep. Yeah, go on. Yep. Yeah, you're all right. Don't worry. <laughs> Where are we? I'm gonna make a note. Uh, what I'll do? Logic. Let me turn. Oh, I was gonna have to sync up with the. Oh, do you know what? I'll see it. Just it doesn't matter. Well, no, it's fine because I have to sync it to the other thing to cut that out oh, anyway, no. and that, there'll be a there'll be a dry on um on the Zoom recording anyway. So I'm overthinking. Don't worry. Oh, yeah. Sorry, boys. <laughs> That's all right. Don't worry. Not a problem, man. Not a problem. Let me see. He's so, so, opened the door. Uh, <laughs> best trick ever. <laughs> yeah. So I was uh, so I was looking I was looking into Andy's Man Club. I had heard of Andy's Man Club. Um, but I I initially thought it was like a Facebook group, but it's so much more than that. And it, what I so it's like every Monday there's there's loads of them across the country, um, and I lo- love the idea that it's all like the same day every week. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like, so you can really get into a pattern, and like um, it's easy to remember. Mm. Yeah, Monday night seven till nine, wherever you are in the country. Um, you can find an Andy's Man Club. Um, they've just opened their 50th group, um, wow. which when you think, so it started in 2016. Um, uh, a young guy took his life at the age of 23 and he's 
brother-in-law, um, Luke, felt that, that, that something needed to be done in Halifax. That was where they were, they were based. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he kind of put on a coffee morning. He thought it was going to be kind of a bit of a one-off yeah. and put a coffee morning together in Halifax. And that was where it started. So Andy's Man Club started out with kind of a few guys turning up for a coffee. Right. Uh, and then it kind of got bigger and bigger and it was put together by, by Luke um, and, um, and Andy's mum. And they said they, they were going to set out and in five years they hoped to have 10 groups. Yeah. So they're just about to celebrate their fifth birthday and they've got 50 groups That's around fantastic, the UK. Fantastic, isn't it? It just goes to show, though, doesn't it, that it's needed. I mean, yeah. I, I'm quite obsessed with Fight Club. and uh, <laughs> but, 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 you know, Fight Club is all about masculinity. Yeah, and, it was. Yes. And it's not about the fight. It's about men being able to get together and not feel judged more than anything else. Yeah. That's it. And yeah. I, so it, like, obviously, I kind of put them in in a similar bracket, although obviously very different. Um, so, how did you end up setting one up in Southend then? So, I, and we'll talk about my story, but I, I got discharged from 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 hospital, having a very dark period in my life, and I. Um, I came out and I knew that I was going to have therapy, professional therapy, but I wanted to do something myself. I wanted to go to a group, whether it was male and female, female, whatever it was. I wanted to talk with people who had gone through similar things or gone through the same issues. And I couldn't find anything locally. I, I'm, I'm based kind of Chelmsford way. And I looked Chelmsford, I've got friends in Leon C, so I looked South End, and there was nothing. There, there's, mm. there's quite a lot for, for older people, for older men, you know, which is all based around um, bereavement and stuff right. like that, which is great. And look, I, I've got a full head of grey hair, but I'm not ready for a man shed yet. You know, uh, I'm not ready for, yeah, for yeah, woodwork no, and no. metalwork. So... I started looking and I, I use Twitter. It's kind of my only real kind of social media uh, platform. And I just see a tweet and his man club. You know, probably similar as you thought it was just a Facebook group. Yeah. Mm. So I kind of done a little bit of research and because of lockdown, they'd gone virtual. Right. And as you said, Monday night. So I think I thought about it probably two Mondays, maybe might even been three Mondays before I kind of went, right, I'm going to get on it and, and attend, attend the session. And I attended and it's kind of led from there. Within a few weeks, I realised it was helping me and I realised I wanted to get involved. Mm. So I started facilitating online groups myself. So within kind of six to eight weeks of attending myself, I started facilitating a group hmm. and that was a different buzz altogether. Yeah. yeah. You know, talking to guys around kind of the South mm. because it was kind of a bit geographical. It was some guys in London and you're just talking. It's, it's, they've got a, a really great, simple structure and, and, and the, the meetings are based around five questions. 
every week questions one, two, and three stay the same, and questions four and five change every week. Right. But every group has the same questions, four and five. Right. So you kind of, so I'll talk you through, you know, you, yes. you turn yeah, up. Yeah, I'd love you, to learn it about it. It kind of makes me, like, I, I say it all the time, but I often, like, put my, the way <laughs> I manage my mental health is, is kind of, uh, it's quite, in many ways, the way I've managed over the last few years is similar to like the recovery model of uh, AA. Yeah. I've often thought like it would be good to have like an AA um, for people who are struggling with their mental health, particularly yeah. men. And that, and then when you say that, I'm like, ah. Oh. Yeah, it sounds exactly what it's like needed. It, it, what's really cool is it's really nice to know that a lot of thought's gone into that. It's not just... Because the thing is, if you just sit down and go, right, someone talk. Yeah, it does. Like, no one talks. No. Absolutely. And I kind of explain it to cause to friends and stuff. And you kind of say, look, if we went out or you meet up with a friend, you go, how you doing? Yeah. And they'll go, mm, yeah. I'm all right. Yeah. 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 Firstly, no one really turns around and says, yeah. I'm struggling. Mm. But even if you did, I don't ask you the second question and say, what's wrong? Yeah. Oh, God, well, you take us through it. Take us through it, David. So you get there on a Monday and you basically do a quick round of saying, what's your name and what's a positive reason? Give me a positive reason why you're here. Hmm. And that just starts the ball rolling because the fact that guys have come through the door is a huge positive. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we have a couple of guys, so there's a couple of my mates that helped me set it up. So... I, I, I'm, I'm the lead facilitator and I've got someone who's a co-facilitator. So with the questions, I always ask for answer first. My, 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 my co-facilitator will answer second. So no one in the group is the first one to answer, right. which also yeah. really helps and gets yeah. conversation. Of course. So the first question is, how's your week? Mm. How's your week been? Mm. That's it. Yeah. And you'll be surprised. You'll get guys kind of turn up. We had a guys that the first time, I don't think I want to talk, but I just sit and listen. And that's absolutely fine. Yeah. Hmm. And you say, well, how's your week? You go, how's my week? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where yeah. shall I start? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and they just start talking. Hmm. So you go around the tape, around the chairs, and we, we sit in a circle, very similar to AA. Yeah. And the second question is, give me a positive from your week. So they may have been having a bad week and they may have told us how bad their week is, but we want to find out if there's a little positive in them mm. just so they're not continuing on a kind of negative yeah. process yeah. With, with, their, with, their, with their discussion. And then number three is really, it's the big one. It's the middle of the five questions and it's what, is there anything or what do you want to get off your chest? Is there anything you want to get off your chest tonight? And that's their opportunity to open up mm. and I've opened up on question three and bawled my eyes out yeah. and we've got that we've had that and you know what I think the opportunity to be able to cry yeah. is such a powerful thing to be able to do mm. especially in front of other men and especially in front of men you don't know Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And 
all of a sudden there's this kind of collective empathy in the room and i'm i'm, I'm going kind of quite yeah yeah, you know, I am as yeah, well. Yeah. Jittery as I'm talking yeah. about it because it's been like that and it's quite it's like that online as well. You'd be surprised of Yeah. You know, some of the guys say they, they like the online because they're kind of behind the screen and they haven't got to see people physically. And they're opening up telling you all sorts and, and, and their struggles. Mm. And there's also guys that like the face to face. You know, they've struggled during lockdowns talking to people on, on, on a on a laptop or a computer. Yeah. Yeah, of course. And they want that personal interaction. So after the guys have kind of had their, their, their big open up and their big shares, we tend to have a break. And there's now, with lockdown rules changing, we have what they call brew station. So there's tea, coffees, water, biscuits. Yeah. And that also works as a great kind of barrier breaker when people walk in. Yeah. Because... People do mill about outside. And and the third role that we have within the kind of the team is we call it, it's called the sweeper. And that person is outside keeping an eye for cars or people that are walking up that haven't walked in. Yeah. And that's that arm around the shoulder, hence the sweeper mode, because mm-hmm. they're going to go down and talk to someone. So are you here for Andy's man club? Mm. Go, yeah. 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 Not so sure if I want to come in. This yeah. to- Come in with me. I'll get you a brew, and we go from there. Hmm. So you thinking. mentioned it that that has been thought. There's so much thought gone into it, but when you talk about it, it's so basic. Yeah, yeah of course it is. All, all the but, good things are basic. They are, yeah, exactly. But I, I, the thing that kind of occurs to me is that uh, for someone to actually show up, to actually come there. Hmm. Um, like that's a massive thing in itself hmm. to kind of yeah. go like I'm prepared to you know firstly just to get through the door and it's almost like as a man admitting that you've got a problem is is what is really difficult mm. yeah um, so I imagine once people are through the door and they see someone else being vulnerable like it's really hard for men to be vulnerable mm. uh, and then the power of being vulnerable in front of other men who are being vulnerable it's like yeah, it's, it's, it's that's a fucking revolution. Yeah, it is, that's yeah. amazing. It is, yeah. It's not allowed, is it? No, it's that no. Un, unwritten rule no. that that we all abide by. Mm. Yeah. We can't show our 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 weaknesses, right? No, I, I think right. I think as well, like with like my like within your own friend groups, like I've definitely got friends that I can sit and have dinner with and go, mate, I've got to tell you all this, and then I've got other friends that the minute you go out, they, they, their reaction is a bit. Oh fuck! Because I don't want to talk about what I'm going through. So, so it's like, yeah, well, you know, like the simple question of this about relationship. I'll oh, just fuck her off and blah 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 blah. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> yeah, but it, it, that's not what I'm saying. Like, and, yeah. and then you sort of go, okay, so and that they, you don't, they don't want to address what's going on with them because then you fit that. There's that sort of mutual empathy thing, and I, I'm a sort of person that will just gab her off and be like, look, listen, this is, I need you, mate. Do you know what I mean? And and I yeah. am like that, fortunately, and I have got good friends like that. But it's it, it is it is so interesting of like just the the male condition of like of of opening up and it is a bit stiff upper lip it is a bit because some people I guess were sort of brought up in a in a manner that it just yeah weren't allowed as you said you know that's it I mean like I've have you been to an AA meeting ever have you have you gone no, into no one? I haven't no. so I, I I have and okay. I, I I did that I'm not an alcoholic but I'm not but at one point I know I know I was using alcohol for a very very 
different, a very different way. It wasn't. It was just to fucking get something out of my head. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Dan, yeah. have you? Have you been in one? Have you been in an AA meeting before? I haven't, but a friend of mine has, and he's yeah. now helping me with Andy's man club. So right, right, he's yeah. given me a little bit of an yeah. understanding of how they work. So, yeah. so when I when I went into it, and I went a couple with like with a good good friend of mine as well, because he was we were both like. Every time we're getting messed up, like it's just going to a dark place, and I don't understand mm. why. And it, and my relationship was falling apart. Like I had a baby on the way, all sorts of stuff, and that that was ending. And it was just like, right, I need to figure what my relationship with alcohol is. And when I sat there, it was very much like of a welcoming, a welcoming situation. So as you were speaking, I was visualizing what I did. Yeah. I was outside, and I was like, fucking hell, man, I don't know about this because like mm. if I've got to admit anything, and I feel bad. The difference was when I got into there. I felt that my sharing situation, I was up for it, to be honest. But after hearing everybody else, I was like, ah, this is actually, I haven't got the problems you've got. Yes. This isn't me locking myself away and destroying my body for two days because I can't ha- not drink. Because it, it's just I'm being destructive and I need that's more of a mental health problem than it is an ab- addict- addiction problem. Because I was taking drugs, doing every, all sorts They're of shit. they closely for, linked. To, they are, yeah, of course, yeah. of course. But I was doing it for esca- for hard escapism. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And therefore then the, the come down situations of that were pushing me into a real dark place, you know. But still, like, I can still have a beer and be like, cool, going to go home now and, and I'm not going to go and smash a bottle of vodka or whatever. And, and, and that... but. But the acceptance of it, and and and, yeah. the, and the the point of it, which is why it is so clearly like a good positive thing to be around other people when there's a common denominator that's much more common actually, and alcoholism is very common. But that the common denominator of us as men needing to have someone that ain't going to go pull your socks up. Yeah, yeah. it's not yeah. just about pulling your socks up. It's about yeah. relatability and having yeah. a conversation. Going fucking hell, I thought the same yesterday. Yeah, and like, and then and then you start to get shivers and you start to get a bit excited and you're like fuck alright so this is for me then you know so I never really like I've had mental health problems yeah I'm 45 I've had mental health problems for 35 years and I've got friends I've known like most of my life and it wasn't until I did the podcast that they were like oh I didn't realise and I was like Mm. really (laughs) really yeah (laughs) Like, cool. you know, I was clearly <laughs> trying to kill myself in mm. front of everyone all the time. Yep. And even now, I've got friends who are like, you know, you ain't really got any problems, have you? It's like, well, I've got a couple of diagnoses that would argue that. Mm. Yeah. Um, but, uh, like, so for me, the big part of getting better was the uh, being able to say it and not be ashamed. Because shame is one of the, the, mm. the biggest... I think is like the biggest thing, so that's why I think what you're what you're talking about is so important because it's it's taking that shame out of it. If you're like, if there's another man in the room and they're going through not the same, but they're able to kind of like be emotional in front of you, then suddenly the shame, it's like shame starts to go away, mm. and then you can start getting better. Yeah, and, and uh, I think the whole when. And you've both just said it. When you hear or see someone in the room has got a similar or the same issue, mm. it makes you feel better at yeah. that moment. Yeah. Because you're not on your own. Hmm. That's it. So you many know? people so many people say that they're worried that they're gonna get sectioned or something. Or like mm-hmm. they genuinely think, right, well, something bad's going to happen yeah. if I open up about my mental health. 
And I'm like, it's really unlikely no. that anything serious is going to happen. You know, it does happen, but it's really unlikely. So, what's the other questions, Darren? I so, know. we have a break, <laughs> we have a brew, and we come back, and as I said, four and five change every week, and they're a little bit more thought-provoking. They might be a little bit more humorous. So, <coughs> excuse me, question four could be something like, um, when was the last time you had a proper belly laugh? Hmm. So yeah. they're all like, yeah. So right? and you're thinking, I can see starts, you on the screen. You're both thinking, yeah. aren't you? Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm scanning. I, I remember right? an occasion, but yeah, it weren't recent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. And so that question doesn't matter how recent. No, of course. We're talking yeah. about when was you? Good when time, you, and you're thinking about that moment, right? Yeah, of course. Question four could be: uh, When was the last time? You read a book, or what's your favourite book? Mm. Yeah, gets yeah. you thinking. Yeah, yeah, I'd like yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. Another example, and this one created so much debate and talk. If you could go back in history to any moment in time, where would you go to? Mm. So, with that, you had guys thinking of or, or giving sporting events. Yeah, and then someone else go, oh, "I forgot about that." You had people talking about music events where people have died. So, you know, people saying Elvis, Hendrix, yeah, yeah, um, the Beatles. Mm. And again, you've got guys going, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. And then you had some guys saying, I'd go back to the start of the First World War because I want to see what was going on. Yeah, 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 yeah. And just that question, you've got, all, and all of a sudden, you've got people talking about something. Mm. Other yeah. than other, their mental yeah, health, right, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. It has a yeah. bit of a like, even uh, like when what was the last good thing, last positive? Yeah, like like that seems. You know, I think oh, if I was to do it, I'd want to go in hard and deep. But actually, what you're saying is really, really good because mm. it's like it, as you said, it takes you out of your head for a bit. Yeah, that's and, it. Yeah, we have an outpour. But then we start thinking about nicer things and we start thinking about different things and we all have a bit of a chat mm. and suddenly you're like, actually, it's not all about you and your your mental health for a change. No. That's it. It's lovely, yeah. isn't it? And then question five is is the quick fire round and that would be, what's your favourite film? Yeah, yeah. If you could only... Uh, Eat one item of food forever. What would it be? Pizza. <laughs> and the best one. And again, this was online at the start of the year. What's your favourite biscuit? Yeah, nice. Yeah. <laughs> just like real, just kind of like just simple stuff. Darren, what is your favourite yeah, biscuit? Or <laughs> it'll have to be the, the, the chocolate digestive. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. a banger, mate. Right. I'm I'm a fan of the chocolate hobnob. Though. Yeah, I am as well. Yeah. Okay, it's, it's, yeah. It's a hard, it's a hard right. digestion. Those two. Yeah. yeah, the bollocks. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I like um, making them go soggy in my mouth, but then yeah, it nice. feels a little bit like uh, breakfast. <laughs> and I don't like breakfast. It sounds like <laughs> some pinky <laughs> shit you got going on with that biscuit. Oh, yeah, soggy biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, with the biscuit yeah. question you had guys Great. disagreeing with each other proper having barnies yeah <laughs> wicked of course you did but it's, it's nice an important part of life 
it's the flip on it, isn't it? It turns it around, so yeah. that it means that at the end of it, everyone's had a bit of a laugh and a joke, and then you go away and you've had a positive experience. Yeah, it's That's not it. just about. Mm. Uh, like the heaviness, you have a chance to offload, mm. but then you have a positive experience, and you're like, actually, it's a bit of a laugh, you know. Mm. Like, yep. I'll go back next week. Yeah, and it's I think clever, you're it? absolutely it's right, Nick. Yeah. I think it, if it was all about pouring your heart out, there'd be instances where you'd potentially be leaving in the same sort yeah. of yeah. mindset yeah. Yeah. as you arrived. Yeah. Mm. Um, and I like to think, you know, in the four weeks we've been at South End, everybody that's entered there has left in a, in a better place than they arrived. Yeah, yeah good. I'm not yeah. saying by any stretch of the imagination that, that it's going to cure people. It's I, I, I explain it as it's, it's one of our tools yeah. that we yeah. have in our mental health toolbox. Yeah, I think that's right. That's good. And you wouldn't go and do a piece of DIY with just one tool. You've got multiple tools. And attending an Andy's man club group is one of those tools. Mm. But you know that tool gets used every Monday night. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. what I was saying about like the regularity of it. Yeah. I've had when I've had therapy, you can hang on. I can hang on until my next therapy. You know, like... Um, like I can mm. hold it together until next week, whatever it is, well, I can yeah. keep it together till then. Mm. So the idea of that regularity is really important, which mm. I really yeah. liked about it. So how do you, how did you go about setting it up then? Did you just get in touch with? Yeah, I just got in touch with the guys at, at Halifax. So the kind of bases at Halifax, um, and and a lot of the groups are up north. Um, yeah, I noticed that. Their growth is really again so simple it's just for organic growth so if there's kind of a couple of guys that may be traveling a little bit further than the rest of the guys once they've been you know attending for four or five weeks and they go through a little bit of facilitator training they can then open up their own group Mm. so let's just say you know you, you two guys are traveling 20 minutes uh to come and attend south end um coming in from Chelmsford and after five, six weeks, you say, do you know what, boys? I think I can open up our own group in Chelmsford. Well, then you'll get support Mm. from the guys at at Halifax, giving you kind of pointers of who to contact for a venue and who to talk to. And they then help you set up your own group. Mm. Yeah. And And they give you training on how to do it. That's it. That's, That's it. The other yeah. thing. It's, it's organised. That's, That's what I was yeah. really impressed by when I was looking into it. It's so much more. It's really organised. And I also like the pictures of like the trustees. Uh, like they're they're funny pictures. And yeah. and I think that is what often. That's why like I always when people ask about a podcast, they're like, oh god. That all sounds a bit miserable, and it's like, no, it's not. It's not <laughs> like, yeah. Most of the time, we have, it's, we have quite a laugh. Oh, we like, do, yeah, yeah, it gets heavy sometimes, but it's also mm. a laugh. And the idea is that it's not, you know, if it was all really heavy, then people wouldn't go. Do you know, do you know what's interesting? I was thinking when you were talking about sort of the way it's structured and stuff, I think the nice thing for me immediately, and again, linking it back to meeting your mates in the pub, the thing with a pub is that you can get, you get you get there with a bit of a thing, and you mates. And if you're feeling like you can have a few beers and forget it, great. The problem is you're drinking, yeah. and then when you yep. finish and you go home, 
because of the nature of alcohol and, and, and anything shit. else, you, you feel fucking miles yeah. worse. Yeah. And, and then what that does, it just... You then wake up and then you it, the problem resonates and you're probably more anxious than you was. And it and it's why it's not... Although it's like, you know, have a chat with your mate in the pub sort of thing, it, it this is the better solution. It is because it, doesn't, it yeah. doesn't involve... And there's nothing wrong with going to have a few beers and getting absolutely no, battered no, with your no. mates. Don't get me wrong. But as long as you're going at that with the uh, the intention of smiling and laughter, not and, I, and I've been mad guilty of doing exactly mm-hmm. that, if I'm honest. So, like, this is the solution to that. This is yeah. the, you know, and it's not, it's it's linked, as you said, it's, a, it's linked to uh, the way therapy would help you deal with things you've got on your mind, but on a much more, like, user level together. Yeah. And that's, that collaborative nature for me is exactly what that's about. I love it. It's yeah, great. I like the idea of it yeah, not 100%. being in a pub, for And, and yeah. that's the thing I should have mentioned at the beginning, you know, all the people that run the groups, facilitate the groups, are all, have all been users of the group. So there's yeah. no one, there's no professionally trained people. Yeah. No, right, it's people. You know, it's a peer-to-peer yeah. men's talking group. Yeah. yeah, which is great. And it, again, it's interesting because some people go to therapy and go, how can that therapist who's a 25-year-old lady have mm. any idea how a 45-year-old divorcee with three kids, how can she relate to me? Yeah. And there's an element of truth in that. Yeah, there, there is. Yeah, there is. Yeah, we discussed that on a podcast recently. But, but that professional therapist has obviously gone through all the relevant training and all yeah. the relevant qualifications to understand. But there are a big percentage of blokes that feel that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. And would prefer to talk to fellas yeah. sitting in a room who they don't think are judging them. Yeah. or have an understanding of them. Yeah. And that's another reason why it works. It's peer-to-peer. It's blokes that are, you know, gone through their storms, come out the other side, not saying they've, they've completely finished with the storms, but they're able to talk about other people's storms. I think the peer-to-peer thing, like I, I do work with my black dog and that's peer-to-peer and um, like Kirsty's, um, reach out for mental health is uh, yes. very yep. much peer to peer, and um, and I, I know from work I, I work in mental health, and uh, I know a lot of people in mental health um, they don't like that because it belittle. I think more often than not, it belittles their their qualifications, mm. and they're like, ah, oh, but you know, you know, what happens if there's a problem? And it's like, well, then you just support someone. Yeah, correct. You, know, you just support them. Correct. You, show them you support leadership. them and you make that phone call to the relevant people, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. Which exactly. is, you know? You've given them an opportunity to speak. That is that is the most important thing, speaking. So, um, yeah, do you find, do you have, like, people kind of hanging around at the end and they want to talk more? Do you get that kind of thing? Um, we've been running over for the... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we started. Of course you have. That's what I thought. Question so, three at half eleven. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. no, no we, we, we finished between <laughs> nine and half nine. We're meant to be done by nine, but yeah. I, hmm. I see it as you know, if someone starts talking, I'm not going to stop them because no. that could be the start of them mm-hmm. being able to talk about their issues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I let them talk, and and. So far, most guys have kind of got to a natural point and we can move on. But yeah, yeah 
question one takes a lot longer than it should do. But again, we end up having a bit of a laugh about it and a smile. Mm. And because guys are coming back, they kind of get involved a little bit and they say, well, how long are we going to be on first question yeah, tonight? Yeah. You know? Yeah, right. So we, we haven't had that and we, we're grateful. I want to give them a plug. South United have loaned us the, the, the room. They give us the room free of charge. Amazing. And they've helped us with some of our PR. You know, I've, there's some guys that are attending that have come from the South End United uh, media streams that they've seen on us. So, you know, that's, that's fantastic. And, and I feel for the for the caretaker because he's waiting for us to finish, you know. <laughs> yeah. He should take part. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Get him in there. I think, I think one of them wants to. Oh, really? That's good though, isn't it? How amazing is that? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, that's really good. I'm almost. It's quite. It's quite a long way from me. Yeah, well, I bowl down to me and I drive us. I'm. I'm up for it. I've got yeah, to yeah, you two should mm. come along. Yeah, and, you it. know, and mm. and see it for itself. And, and I'll keep saying it. It's so simple. Mm. And you then, how has this not started before 2016? Why did it take someone's brother-in-law to come mm. up with this idea in Halifax? You know. Yeah. But it's yeah. quite special. It's 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 what I really liked about it though was that um, they've really flipped like Andy's story. You know, it's a tragic story, yeah. and they've, they've flipped it and they've made it into something really special and beautiful. Um, That's a lovely thing. And it, yeah, I was watching something today um, about like a singer, Lane Staley, when he died, and. Um, they turned that into helping people with recovery, you know. Mm. And then that's the story, not that someone else has died. Mm. And it's and and that's really special. That's a really special thing. So, right, Darren, I need to know about you. So how did you? How did you get to the point when? Uh, so, what was going on for you? How did you end up in that position? So. <laughs> I've suffered with my mental health uh, about 11 years. Right. Um, I, I was aware of it. So, bit of a, just a bit of background. I, I, I got into, into finance and banking at a very, very young age, 17 years of age. I got into the city and, and, and I did nearly 20 years in the city. Um, did quite well. Um, did a lot of things to excess, <laughs> right, <laughs> as yeah. you do. Yeah, yeah I've got course. friends working this. You city, know, yeah, and look, it, it was it was great, and I was very lucky. And I got I got I got to work outside of the UK, and I travelled a lot, and mm. and I spent a number of years working abroad. Um, I, my marriage had failed and I went abroad and I had a son and oh, I came yeah. back and I had a, a kind of a, a lot of life things all happen at one time mm. so I kind of came back to the UK I, I had a promotion I had a big salary I was trying to rebuild my, my kind of relationship with my son and the divorce was going through and I had a breakdown I, right, yeah. I, I I just one day on the way to the office just couldn't physically get into the office. 
and obviously this had been building for a long you know, yeah, yeah, a long time and yeah. I hadn't told a soul mm. I had a partner at the time she, she's been my angel my, my rock my godsend yeah. I didn't tell her at the beginning and I just thought it was work I just thought you stress <laughs> with work yeah and I said right it's work it's it's this banking industry I've been doing it a long time and maybe I've just come to that point so I just went right I'm leaving banking I'll, I'll leave it and that'll fix me yeah. didn't do any kind of therapy didn't really mm. I went to the doctors but I didn't really go to the doctors yeah I think I men commit. listening to this will relate to that yeah, yeah, go. Commit. So, yeah. yeah I ain't feeling yeah, all that good yeah. but I'm alright that's it, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah, we had yeah. a chat and that, yeah. and yes, I'm fine. So, oh, my, don't worry about it. Give me medication, yeah. but I probably won't take it. No, yeah. but I will go to the pub and get proper yeah. on it, That's and it. it'll be fucking fine. Yeah, I, I, mate, yeah. I've been there, yeah, I yeah. know. This is I know exactly when, that, yeah. This is yeah. it, when you walk through that door at the doctor's, yeah. Uh, yeah. you're fixed. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, what yeah. I'm now looking back was, I didn't fix it, it wasn't work. It was everything that was going on at that time. Mm. And I was very quick to blame work. So I then had some time out and did some other bits and pieces, but I kept looking back. And this was the start of kind of the real dark. I kept going back to look what I had. I had this great job. I had this great salary. I had all the material trappings and mm. I started to keep beating myself up. Yeah. And yeah. I got into another industry and, and I just went hell for leather. I got back up to another point where I was going, right, here we go again. We're yeah. doing all right. You know, we've yeah. got a nice car and nice wages. But I started to feel the darkness come again. Yeah. And yeah. so again, I blame work. Yeah. I went, right, <laughs> time to leave, get another job. You know what, I've been doing that recently. You know, like, you think, like, a small thing, oh, I'll change my job and everything will be better. Yeah! But, but the issue's still there. Like, it's still there. It's still, like, it hasn't actually gone anywhere. Uh, yeah. So just a, a slightly different issue, in a way. No, the issue's no. still pretty much the same. Right, okay. But it's like, you think something's going to solve it, and then it doesn't. And right. then it's like, fuck. <laughs> it's still there. Yeah. yeah, fuck. What am I going to do? Mm. So I kind of, in this period, I kind of had some lulls. I'd had a bit of therapy and very similar to the doctor. You kind of go out and have a bit of therapy, but you don't really open up. And that was kind of, I then realised, and again, I say I realised, I talk about it's an onion, yeah. right? Mental health, my mental health has been an onion. And I might have kind of, had a chat with a therapist and maybe taken one or two layers of that onion off but that problem is still yeah. in the middle of that onion yeah and when you say yeah I'm alright when you're not all you're mm. doing is putting layers yeah. upon layers on top of that onion and mm. everyone does that everyone does yeah, that right? do. it takes you ages to get there and like a real onion some layers come off very easily yeah some layers don't come off, they rip. Mm. Right? And you think, oh, that's come off. Oh, no, it hasn't. Mm. And we then got into lockdown. And I felt a little bit better because everyone was off. I wasn't working at this point. 
He didn't need to feel good. And I thought, you know what? This is all right. Everyone's off. Yeah. All you're doing is hiding the root cause. So this is very recent then, mm. mate. Yeah. And it got to a point, so we kind of went back to, or people went back kind of end of last year. Mm. And I'd been putting so many layers on top of my, my onion and, and I just beat it, kept on beating myself up and going back to this. But I've had to walk away from two very good positions in my professional life. You know, mm. what, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah. You know, I was, you I was good at something, you know, yeah. mm. and now I'm not. And the wife's working from home and, and she's supporting us and, that then fuels that worthlessness. Yeah, that ego is going like your shit. That's it. Mm. And and the more you then say, no, don't listen to that ego. Don't listen to that. Yeah. You listen to it more. Mm. Yeah. And I weren't sleeping. My my biggest issue was was going to bed and put my head on that pillar and that ego and all those kind of I say voices, but I've not had voice, but all of that negativity yeah, that internal talk just batters you mm. yeah. and you're kind of then looking at the clock at four o'clock in the morning you're going i am absolutely yeah. shattered yeah yeah because i have beaten myself to a pulp yeah, yeah. and it just so fucks you, you up a, doesn't it yeah right mm. and you nick a couple of hours sleep mm. and then you put a brave face on mm. Yeah. You you didn't sleep much last night. Nah, yeah. nah, I don't know what it was. Toss and turn. Bit hot. Yeah. yeah. You're all right. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. You go to have a drink. Yeah. Makes you feel better for what? 30 seconds? A minute? Yeah. 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 And then it got to a point, boys, in October where I went out to, to commit suicide. You right. did. Um, I've been planning it for weeks in my head. Um, I went to the local DIY shop and I, I bought a rope. Right, and I, looking back, obviously I can I can kind of smile at it now. I spent half hour looking at ropes. Right? Yeah, you, you want yeah. to do it well to make yeah. sure that's it. Yeah. Yeah. to make sure. Yeah. yeah, that I had the right one. Yeah, but I remember having a conversation with myself, thinking, "Oh, that one's a bit expensive." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't want to like. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I mean like, I'm, <laughs> I'm chucking it in. It's too much money. Yeah. But, you know, and looking back, I was, I needed help. Yeah, it's not oh, well, mate. Yeah. Darren, you're not on your own. No, but I've not, been mate. there so many times. You know, and uh, I kind of went out on a Friday and, and, and uh, I was going to do it and I, and I didn't and I kind of drove around and I went to a couple of parks and because the weather was okay, there was just loads of people around. Mm, and yeah. I was walking around with this rope in me kind of jacket, oh, it was boiling hot, and I'm trying to find kind of a tree. And and then I came back home and kind of, you're all right? Yeah, 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 I'm fine. And obviously, and then it comes to the Monday and I just, unwell. yeah, I just screamed at, at the wife and said, right, that's it. I'm, I'm going out and I'm not coming back. I love you, but... I'm off. See you later. Yeah. And off I went. And um, I drove around and again, trying to find kind of quiet places. And I don't know, you kind of go, yeah, I'm definitely going to do it. And then you, maybe not. But 
I was, I didn't know where I was. And luckily, the police found me. Stacey had, had phoned the police. And um, with all their AMPR systems and all the ways that they can track you, they, they found me. And I was sitting in my car with the rope round my neck. Mm. And I looked at this copper and I just thought, fuck it. Mm. I ain't done it. Yeah. So they, they kind of brought me back home and then my mood changed because then the, the coppers are trying to say, look, you'll be all right. And mm. I know they were trying to say the right things. and They're not trained for it. They they're not trained. You're right. No, they're, they're not. not, they're, not no. they're not trained. And, no. and one of them said, you know, you know, just think, you know, this is the worst. You're at the bottom now. It's all going to be up. I weren't allowed in, into the house. Um, my parents and Stacey's parents, because obviously she was in bits. They were in the allowed, house. Oh, you weren't allowed to go back into the house? I wasn't did. allowed to go back in the house because they sectioned me. Right. They did. Did they really? Because I had the rope right. round my neck. They sectioned me. I'm quite me. surprised by that. Were you... It, sorry, carry on. No, no, ask, ask away because I'm still a little bit unsure, but it was a blessing in disguise. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. When, just, when, yeah. 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 Sound, when you yeah. actually talk about it, it was a blessing in disguise. Yeah, because you to realise how bad. It had that been. not happened, I wouldn't have then been taken to hospital. I wouldn't have then sat in the hospital waiting to be assessed by three national health um, psychiatrists. Yeah. And at that point, I had this moment where I said, "Right, I've got to tell these three absolutely everything mm. and I did yeah and uh, I kind of went look I know I need I know I need help and I know I want to go to hospital but can I go home and I'll kind of go tomorrow and they went nah, nah. you're going straight away now yeah your the section is, is staying where we're whatever it is they say about that where we're enforcing that mm. and we're taking you straight to Harlow Mental Hospital. Oh, you went to Harlow. How long were you there for? <laughs> Four days. Mm. That's and a bit longer. That's a long No, I, 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 luckily, I say I got out. It, it wasn't a great place for me. Um, There's a bit of realisation though, isn't it? Like when, you, when that happens and then you're around some people who are, are so Very afflicted. Absolutely. Like, oh, hold on. I think I might be a bit better than that. Hmm. You've hit the nail straight on the head, Nick. And and this is kind of what I now talk about when I kind of do my Andy's man cover or I talk to people. Mental health is such a big pull. Yeah. Hmm. yeah if you break yeah. your leg, you go to one ward yeah. and they fix your leg with a cast. Yeah. Right? Hmm. If you've got a mental health issue, you're in this big pot that incorporates schizophrenia at every level, mm. bipolar at every level, ADHD at every level, PD, uh, PTSD at every level. And you're absolutely right, Nick. I walked into that reception and went, I don't think I'm that well. Uh, that, that I'm not that as well as these guys. Mm. I don't think I'm that bad. Mm. Especially when you're seeing a guy 
walking backwards around the waiting room. Yeah. Yeah, right. And you're listening to the guys that are mm. screaming and shouting and, you know, and mm. I have now feel so sorry for those guys because mm. they've got nowhere else to go. You have mm. to kind of go through it to like be able to recognise it. Have you found, like, since you've been in that situation, like, you really notice it in people and, and your empathy just goes up so much more? Mm. You're like, Huge. You're like, hugely. On, that person might not be, uh, you know, everyone else is like, oh, well, there's the piss bloke we always see around the shops. And you're like, no, that's the unwell bloke. That's yeah. right. And you're like, I've been unwell as well. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, Fuck but hell. for me, mm. that period in the in the NHS hospital was was horrible. Yeah. It, you know, I've not I've not spent too long in a priest prison cell, but it felt like a prison yeah. cell. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I didn't come out of my room for four days, so the only mm. time I, w- I got put in my room, mm. and I left that room when I got transferred um, to the priory. Because unfortunately, my wife has private health care, right? Yeah. And it took her four days to get yeah. everything because I've been sectioned. It, it took her four days, all right? Um, and I got transferred, and 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 you know, it's uh, that was the start of my recovery. But when I went to the priory, it was like walking into the Savoy Hotel. I know <laughs> yeah. the thing is because like, of yeah, what I'd yeah. been from, right? Yeah, and what, what I'd yeah. seen. Sectioning, so, like, people don't always understand the sectioning. Like, um, section, if you get sectioned, and it is quite hard to get sectioned, you have to be a real risk mm. to yourself or others. Um, and two psychiatrists have to sign off on a section. Right, okay. Yeah. Um, but if you get sectioned, um, it, it kind of, like, you could be continuously sectioned. Like mm. it is kind of like getting locked up, and if yeah. you're in like like the NHS section, yeah, it's not going to be very nice. But if you go to the priory, mm. which is basically like a private section in That's many it. ways, um, like I, I've I've known quite a few people who've been to the priory, and um, uh, it's quite famous, isn't it? But mm. there's lots of priories. There's lots of them. There's yeah. lots of them, but. Although it's a nicer environment, yeah, you've still got the same issues. Still got to do the work. Yeah, of course. you've still got to do the work. You know, there's still people in there that are struggling a lot more than what I was. You know, you know, there 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 was people in there that were were schizophrenics, mm. but by by whatever means, they're in that hospital, not the NHS hospital. It's another shame thing, though, isn't it? You know, like mm. I was saying earlier about shame, and then and then you go into a situation like that, and then you feel shameful that you're not as bad as someone else. Yep. And it's like, no, no, we're all ill. Yeah. So I was saying earlier, like when when you were going around looking for somewhere to kill yourself, like you were incredibly unwell. Mm. Yes. And unwell is unwell. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter, um, you know, you're unwell to someone else's unwell, it doesn't make any difference. You're, you were unwell and you needed help. Yeah. And that was it. Like, everything else doesn't really matter at that point. And it's really, I mean, it, as much as it's a horrible experience, like, that prob- that was what needed to happen. Mm. 
I totally agree with you, Nick. I totally agree. And, and you know, at that moment and in that moment, I didn't want to be here anymore. Yeah. And, and, and that was because I felt everyone that I care about and that care about me would be, a, would be better off mm. without me being around because yeah. of the whole worthlessness and, and, and like we've, you've mentioned already, you know, your ego, being a man and, and not being able to provide, not mm. being a great father, not being a great son, not being a great brother, all of that, you know? Changes your um, your stance on it, doesn't it? You know, like, um, like if, if you say to someone, "Oh, I'm suicidal," they instantly they recoil and they're, they're, they're frightened, or they think, or they look at you badly, and they're like, "Well, you've got children. How could you possibly ever contemplate something?" And I'm like, "Like, I'm suicidal regularly." You know, like that is that is my default setting. Like mm. I go there all the time, um, and like I can't really help that. Mm. Um, but I get better at it. Uh, but it's like I. That's why I think you know, like these conversations, they need to be had. Yeah, it's like sometimes really we fucking get suicidal. Mm. Yeah, you know, it, it's not. It's not that. It's not a weakness. It's not a bad. It's not because we're bad. It's because we're not well. Mm. It's, it's, you it's, know, it's, it's something that is, I mean, I like, and it uh, is, it's, it is an illness. Yeah. And, it is, and yeah. you know, I, I started therapy illness. very quickly when I went into the Priory and, and, and I mm. wasn't willing to accept it was an illness. I wasn't willing to own the illness. Mm. You know, I was still adamant that I was a failure. So, I, I kind of gone full circle in the space yeah. of kind of a week, week and a half. Yeah. You know, yeah, I'm, I'm in this hospital. And I've, been, I've been sectioned. I'm in this hospital. And I'm, I'm still a fucking failure. Yeah. You know? And now I'm in here. I'm in, I'm in hospital. Yeah. Because mm. I'm a failure. How yeah. big a failure I am. Mm. I'm in hospital. Yeah. Right. And that's what your brain does. Your brain goes, ah, oh, you are fucking shit. shit. Yeah, it does. It yeah. Does. And Not then when... you kind of, you're going through medication and, and again, I've kind of had medication and not taken it. You said that earlier on. You yeah, know, yeah, me as well. There's, yeah. there's a lot of similarities here, Nick. Me and you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've yeah. fucking done it all. <laughs> and then you're kind of having your medication and you don't know if it's working and then you kind of have a, a slightly better day and you think, yeah. wow, medication's working, I'm all right. And then I had a big drop. I had a big, big drop had a bit of a falling out with someone when we were doing some therapy. I said, look, you know, I would, I've been struggling and I would regularly want to get a terminal disease because right. I felt that would be easier. And this guy disagreed with me and I said, look, I feel how I feel, you feel how you feel. And there was times and there are times when I'd rather have a terminal illness so I could just go and, and people will go oh that's that's a shame shit man I and I had this big falling out with him in the, in, the, in the session and, and mm. I then locked myself away for two days in my room I didn't come out I didn't talk to anybody and the mm. therapist my therapist who I still see now came in and just you know had a chat with me and, and she said look just forget about it mm. forget about yeah, it it kind of attacks you though everything mm. like when you're like that everything attacks you 
And like, and you get all fucking out of joint, don't you? You get all angry, and you're like, and everything you think, um, everything you're thinking about, just reminds you how shit you are. Mm. And you're <clears> like, they've said that, and I, I know it's bullshit, but aren't I shit? And I, and then you're like, just confirm it to yourself. Yeah, I, it's, it's. It, do you know what? I, I, it really resonates for me. Like in, I, I have a, yeah. Uh, a lot of things have happened but like certain certain people in my life trigger um like very personal like things and took my children and, and ex-partners and stuff like that and yeah th- people can say certain things and it, it does that thing of like self-validation of like I'm I'm shit I'm shit yeah. at being a dad I'm shit at loads of other stuff and it's the fucking journey that I go on from having a message to then then, then retaliating to that message, and then my brain starts going. Yeah, you're but shit. you're fucking shit. Yeah. You've been you've been yeah. shit before, and they all think you're still shit, and the kids think you're shit, yeah. and everyone thinks you're shit. And I sit there, and it takes me like literally two and a half, three hours to get out of that, or I go fucking full on like mental, like, and I don't obviously not in the, <laughs> like I mean like ag- aggressive and horrible and self-destructive and self destructive, and and I stopped Ooh. sort of I stopped using sort of booze because of how that ended up making me feel. So I started sort of just going on fucking mega long walks and stuff, and yeah. just that actual physical tear down to come back and take deep breaths. And it's like, but it happens when someone else's nose is out of joint by something else is what I come to realise and then it, and then it but it, it flags exactly what you both just said yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like I get that it, that immediate it the ego. I get, but that gets destroyed and then I start to re, 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 reminisce and resonate with all the stuff that was fucking horrible for me to go through because like, I've had suicidal thoughts a lot over the last few years I've had a lot of real dark days where I haven't left my, I haven't left my bed basically and I've made excuses not to work not to get not to see people not to talk to anybody and I'm not that person man I natter I love it that's always been who I am but when there's when you can't get a hold of that there's only a few options that you can actually talk about and and, and or, or, or two or and it's fuck it, mate honestly that, that pressure I, I felt on my chest that's and it's like, and that, and that anxiety, that's the anxiety, huge, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. That's in the that. chest, and then the, the physical shuddering of like not knowing what to do with that energy at all. And it's either, and it's either really hyper destructive, or like, or like I want to get caught doing something, or I want to get, yeah. I want to, I want to do something really horrible so that fucking I get, I get gone. Do you know what I mean? Like, like that, that is, that is how dark it's got for so me before therapy. Is taken away from you. Mm. You put, you, you yeah, exactly. No matter what happens, some, something will happen. So fuck it, it's all right. But that's can't, like, can't hurt anybody else anymore. But that's and like, it's that's 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 mate. Honestly, that's I resonate like so hard with it. About like it's the, fucking like unreal. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah, like, exactly that. And like. Yeah, man. And you know, you're saying about like, like wanting to be ill. Mm. Like my wife and my mother-in-law had very serious cancer, and there was a bit of me that was jealous, right? Because yeah. it was like, oh, yeah. why wasn't it me? Right? Yeah. 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 Because yeah. yeah. like, I, not, I would. You know, some people just get the wrong out. idea. Yeah, it's fucking mad. You know what? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, fine, yeah, yeah. It touches yeah. you though, doesn't it? But it's just it, it's it's amazing how 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 common and, and how like it it actually is in us in, in every different way. Yeah. You know, and it, it it fucking takes you over. Like yeah, it's, it's painful. In, in it, yeah. Yeah, it's 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 very, very important that this stuff is sort of addressed, I think. Like it's it's so you know what I mean? And not just with therapy, as as, as I said, like with what you're doing and Yeah, man. Yeah. And you know, I don't want to deal with anybody, you know. I don't want ill on anybody, but you no, know, no, no, no. And I, and I, you know, 
hands up. You know, I've had no moment. Mm. I want to have, you know, an illness. I wouldn't want anyone to get it. No, yeah. anyone. But yeah. at that time, mm. I want it. Yeah. Because it will make it know, easier, better. Solve the problem. Mm. And the reason we're all agreeing is because it's related to our mental health and we're not allowed yeah. to talk about our mental health. No. Yeah, yeah. So what's the turning point, Darren? So the, the, the big dip was a bit of a turning point and, and my therapist called it the funk. Yeah. You get the funk. And when mm. you were explaining it, I'm going, get yeah. the funk. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I think it was... I think it's a bit of everything. And again, I talk about, you know, I don't think one thing will ever fix mental health. I think it's a hybrid. It's, it's mm. a bit of everything. So when medication got changed, um, I started really opening up and talking in, in the therapy. Mm. Um, I started exercising that a little bit more. Yeah. And it got to a point where the insurance runs out. So you kind of go, well, I haven't got the money to pay for it, so I've got to, got to be discharged. But I started getting a little bit narky with some other people thinking, oh, I wish they'd shut up. And I thought, well, I must be getting better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I got discharged. And I, How long and were you I, in there for? So six, six weeks. Oh, quite some time. Six time. weeks. And and the first week I was on cloud nine because I was just so happy to have come out of where I didn't want to be. Mm. And again, I'm not I'm not dissing the, the NHS no, 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 in no, any no. shape or form. It just wasn't right for me. Yeah. So the first week I was like, whoa, you know, I was sitting in therapy. I was crying my eyes out. Thinking, well, this is all right. I'll be all right. And then I had realization that I was still ill. You know, I mm -hmm. come off that crest of a wave. Then I had the big funk, bunk, got discharged, came home, and that wasn't easy. No. That wasn't easy because I still didn't want to talk to anybody. Still felt quite ashamed. I didn't want to talk to my mum and dad. Mm. Um, but I stuck with it and um, we got a dog during lockdown who, who's been the best therapist because yeah, he don't answer, yeah. don't tell me nothing. No. Yeah. And nods him. when I ask him to nod. He wanted to be right? on the podcast though, so at least he said hello to us. Yeah, my dog's <laughs> Spanish water dog. Bless so, him. Yeah. My dog's yeah. my life every so day. So I've been, I've been yeah. walking yeah. him and I, I've been asked this before, what was the turning point? Do you know what? It was getting involved with Andy's man club. Mm, good. And I'm so, not saying that's the the biggest reason. It's one of the reasons. And it's, it's because I've been carried mm. on mm. taking my medication, mm. seeing my my professional therapist, opening up to my mates, opening up to my family, and then the Andy's man club. Um, and on the back of that, you know, listening to other guys, like we said right at the start of the show, you know, Hearing other people talk about their problems. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, okay. That is helping me. When I told my therapist I was getting involved with Andy's man club, she went, oh, please be careful. 
Yeah. Because you're going to be taking on it. And that was some of my issues was if I do something, I'm going to do it properly. Hmm. I'm going to go, I get involved two feet. Let's do it. If we're going to yeah. do it, let's do it properly. Yeah. And that was some of my problem with my social life. Yeah, if we're going to go out, let's go out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. You know? Yeah. And Mickey yeah. Flanning, you know, if we go out, yeah. we go out. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I have <laughs> learned to kind of come back. But I got, I have been diagnosed. I'm kind of, a bit bipolar, which I relate to. And I'm, I'm kind of glad that I've got a bit of a diagnosis. Mm. Nick, you said you've kind of struggled for 35 years. Have you had kind of diagnosis that have helped yeah. or kind of resonated? I still struggle. Um, I've got two diagnoses. Uh, one is uh, dephemia, which is um, like constant depression. Like always depressed, um, and like I, I could, like that one I can live with really. And then the other one is uh, like borderline personality disorder. Okay. And then since I started working in mental health, I realised that uh, that is that is really the diagnosis you don't want to have because um, services really struggle with it. Mm. And then, uh, um, and then I was thinking, so, oh, I've got a borderline personality disorder, a little bit of a personality disorder, mm. that's all right. Uh, and then I found out that it's not, um, <laughs> the borderline is your borderline psychotic. Um, and then I told my wife and she was like, my wife's got a psychology degree and she was like, yeah, yeah, I knew that. <laughs> Still loves you though, so that's important. So, right? But then, then I had this realization <laughs> that, um, yeah. that yeah, sometimes I get psychotic, like not dangerous psychotic, but mm. psychotic to the point that um, my faults, uh, like my suicidal faults, yeah, um, kind of get a bit dangerous sometimes, mm-hmm. like reasonably regularly. I'm honest, mm. um, and that uh, uh, yeah, there, there isn't a, like there, there isn't a cure for that. <laughs> you mm. just sit with it. Lately, that's been kicking me up the arse a bit. Um, yeah, I struggle with that a little bit. Okay. Yeah, it's a difficult one, um, and I don't, I don't like that diagnosis. But the more and more uh, I've learnt about it, the more I see that it's. It's quite true. It's yeah, quite true, but it, and you mentioned learning about, and I think that's what you know. Talking and podcasts like this, and more information, just knowing that you know there are these illnesses, and that's yeah. again that was my mm. acceptance that helped yeah. me get better. And I've got an illness, and. I'm probably going to always have that illness, but I've mm. just got to work with it and, and deal yeah. with it and, and, and work around it, you know, and doing all of the little bits. So, you know, doing a little bit of mindfulness, yeah, you know, yeah. listening to an app, mm. you know, when they said to me, we're going to do some mindfulness when I went into hospital, I went, oh, what fuck the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It fucking, it, it rings true though, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> But the problem is when you're in an environment where mindfulness is going to the pub and spending a fair amount in a car, yeah. it's like, 
and, and that's, that's just being brutally fucking honest here. Is yeah. is we, you know that's that's when that's the real issue, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? So sitting on a sitting on a chair and doing fuck all for a bit is actually a bit more productive. It turns out, do you know what I mean? It's, it's true, isn't it? Like, it's true. <laughs> it just it's is, isn't it? Like, yeah, and that's is it. Like, I've, it's just total honesty. Yeah. It's not, you know, and, fucking hell. So yeah, you know, walking into a room and, and the lady saying, "Right, I want you to sit sit down and get yourself comfortable, take your shoes off, and I want to talk to you, and you're going to go to a different place." Mm. And like you've just said, the only way I'm going to a different place. This is <laughs> it, yeah. And this is it, yes, yeah, yeah, exactly. This yeah. is if you give me illegal drugs. Yeah, but yeah. There you go. I kind of did it, and, and there was one guy. He was only male therapist there. His name was Harry, and. His voice was kind of like Morgan Freeman. Yeah, great. Oh, yeah, yeah, nice. Right? And he'd, right. he'd do it on a Wednesday afternoon. Mm. And he'd just go, right, I'm going to do mindfulness. And you go, right. And he'd do it from his head. The others read it. Yeah. Yeah. And it'd take you, and I can't remember it. That's how good it is. And that's how yeah. far out and as zoned out I went. But he'd start kind of walking down steps at the back of your mind there's a little bit of light that's more, that, that's more than standard mind. mindfulness is a bit more day to day that's a bit more like uh, meditation yeah they yeah. call it kind of mindfulness and, mindfulness and, and relaxation meditation. yeah it does what but it helps though he'd do it for 25 minutes yeah and time. you know what yeah. when I'd wake up when I come back I was high yeah, 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 I've, I've had yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah. Because Crazy. you've literally, yeah, got all of the negativity, mm. all of the rubbish out of your head, mm. and you kind of wake up, and it was as if you were buzzing. Mm. It was as if I was buzzing. Yeah, I've had that. Many and you'd go, we'd all thank him. We go, thanks, Harry. We go, no, 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 no. I didn't do it. It's you. You've done it. Yeah. You did it. Mm. You go. Well, hold on, because. The other lady, when she said, we don't feel like this. And I've stuck with it. So I, mm. I now use the Calm app. I use it. Mm. I don't use it every day. But if I feel myself a little bit tetchy, that 10 minute, you know, switch off, sit down. You know, when in life do we do we get to kind of switch off properly? Mm. Mm. And I think, you know, those little bits really help. Um, so, my, yeah. My hypnotherapist, mm. he, he always, like, I don't see him that much at the moment but I did have like two years of hypnotherapy and um, uh, like Peter has been on the podcast and he's always says like I'll take you to where like we should be you know like mm. that's where we should be mm. we should be at that point uh, just life is so fucking brutal that it takes you away mm. but you know I'm only really taking you to where you should be I'm not doing anything special I'm just calming you down and bringing you, centering you a bit. And mm. it all sounds airy fairy, but uh, there's, there's fucking saying in it. Like, I still mm. meditate. Like, I don't do it all the time, but like, if I've, but it, when I find myself, if I'm, my wife notices when I'm not right and she's like, go upstairs, <laughs> turn the lights <laughs> off, mm. put headphones on, and I like, listen to, like, I, I I listen to guided meditations. I thought you were going to say guided by voices. Then the band, <laughs> yeah, they're a good band. They are a good band. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, no. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, 
no, no, it, it it just slows me down. It it slows me down, and and then I start to kind of get to this realization that um, my faults aren't helpful, mm. and that I don't need to listen to my faults. And there's something in me that can like separate. And that's what meditation does. It helps you to separate from your faults, and it's really it's hard to do. It's really hard to do, but it does work. Yeah, mm. definitely. I can agree. It definitely works. Yeah, it does. Um, and I've got mates now that are kind of doing it, or they they'll phone me and say, "Oh, I've been doing this mindfulness. Have you heard yeah. about it?" Yeah, I've been trying yeah. to tell you about that yeah, for weeks. Yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah mindfulness I think everyone should have a little go of mindfulness Just give it mm. a try well we we have we're close to an hour and a half right yeah. Darren yes. I want your best tips mindfulness what else is the best what are your next what's your next best tip talk to someone that cares about you mm. Beautiful. Forget how you feel about talking to that person. Forget how they will feel about talking to you. Talk to someone that cares about you. Tell that person you're feeling rough. Mm. Yeah. Because you'll be amazed how they will help you. I, I'm so lucky that like, it was just the other night, like kind of late at night, and I, was, and I just started just had a massive offload offload on my wife and, uh, 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 no but Show I, off. I, I just I'm going to take that uh, out sorry uh, 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 no because no, it's funny it's funny but like I just started telling oh, my dear. wife a little bit about what's going on in my head and she's just yeah. like it's okay like I love you and I care about you and we don't see you the way you see yourself mm. you know and I, I genuinely felt loads better afterwards mm. just by telling someone who loves me like unconditionally that um, that they they want me here. You know, like, yeah, we need you. We care about you. And, like, we don't need you to do anything. We mm. just want you here. Mm. Yeah. It's so true, Nick. So mm. true, you yeah, know. True. I wish I'd opened up a bit more to, to to my partner or I wish I spoke to my dad you know me and my dad have been so close so so close and 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 I couldn't talk to him you know mm, yeah. so you know that's definitely some advice and and his man club if you're in South End come and say hello on a Monday night that Rachel. definitely helps you know um, and hopefully we can get other groups open you know mm. I, you know I'm now I'm back at work, so you know I've had a a good recovery. I'm, I've started work this week, um, mm. but I do four days a week, so I have Mondays off. Cool. So I can do man Andy's man club. So I'm I'm kind of setting out to either get guys to take over South End and run South End, and I'm going to go and open Billericay or Chelmsford or mm. Colchester or wherever. Or I'm happy to help other people open mm. up their own groups in Billericay, Chelmsford, wherever. Mm. You know, I want Essex to, you know, rival the guys up north. Yeah. You know, it deserves um, it too. You know, like it's, it's 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 you know I've been around, I'm not 
I've been around yes, it's most of my adult life, really, and it's and it's it's very interesting the dynamic of men. Throwback of London, it though, is, isn't it? and so I I really do feel it's, it's needed. But it's needed. It's like, no, we're geezers. Yeah, it's yeah. Not that, man. and it's also the, the demographics within the different places are quite different. They you are. Know, yeah. If you look they at, are. just as an example, Basil and Billericke and Wickford. Yeah, yeah. You've got three very different demographics. Oh, God, that yeah. could argue, You could argue would they'd each need their own group because yeah. I'd say the, so. the, the similarities and, 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 and stuff like that, you know? I think relatability um, is really key when you're yeah. discussing open things. And yeah. I think like having the same triggers as someone, because again, as like I was sort of, sort of just said, is like with like, that they are quite class, they differentiate in terms of sort of jobs and, and people there. Class and, is important. And class is important yeah. because you, it, it can be a trigger for, and also like a quite harsh stimulant to be aggressive. Because it's, like, oh, it's all right for you because you've got fucking loads of money in the yeah, bank. It's yeah, like, yeah. Actually, Absolutely. It, actually, the reality is, yeah, but it causes different problems. Yeah. So, so that is, that's not something to rile against. It's something to actually find a common ground with. But yeah. it's, it's going to mean that if you're in Basildon and you're part of uh, a part there and you're in Whitford and, and, and they, are, they do have similar jobs and similar houses and similar children and wives yeah. and go to the same school. Some might be, that you know, comprehensives and some might not be and what have you. And it's, that needs to be addressed, I think. And, and, and right you've way. also hit on something there is, is if, you know, if they, if they know someone goes to a group in Whitford but their kids go to the same school, yeah. they, know, they might want to go to Basildon. That's yeah. right, yeah. Yeah. Because they don't want to go to the Wickford one. And I know that there's a couple of my mates that are not coming to M- Monday's man club on, in Southend because mm. I'm there and a couple of mates are helping me, you know? Yeah. Which yeah, is a shame, yeah, yeah. but I understand that, you know? Well, um, it, it just gives scope for potentially more groups and, people to, and people to go and use them. As they feel comfortable, and that is that is one of the most important things, isn't it? But having yeah, that absolutely. ability to do it, and you're you're providing a venue, you're providing a space where people can speak freely and a, openly. I have a few links, mm. especially in Chelmsford. Yeah, nice. yeah. Like um, my friend does um, um, mates in Chelmsford. Um, it's a like a Facebook group, mm. and uh, they do like walks. Like every Sunday, and they yeah. go and talk. And I know someone else who does one, uh, like in Fundersley area, who does. They do walks as well. Mm. And that's another great thing about Andy's Man Club. They're not kind of out there saying we're we're the only one. Yeah, no. They want to work with yeah. everyone because what works on a Monday night for one guy may yeah. not work for them. But mm. if there's a walk on a Tuesday, mm. it might work for him better, you know? So, and you said it right at the start, you know, the mental health kind of world or family is actually quite small and we yeah, kind of is. all know each other. And I'm certainly getting to know people, but mm. I want to work with other people, you know? Um, we're helping out um, the guys uh, run run free official. They're running a football tournament in a couple of weeks my mm. son has put, put his mates together yeah. and he's and playing as Andy's Man Club FC in a oh, couple amazing. of weeks oh, yeah. that's wicked yeah, yeah mates you know? got a and, and, and there's kind yeah. of um, nice. mental health mates that have just started in Leon C there's, yeah. there's lots of things that we should all 
Yeah. Welcome and all help out, you know? Yes, yeah, because cool. it all helps, you know? Yeah. And if yeah. anyone listening to this wants to get involved with Andy's Man Club, they can contact you guys yeah. or contact info at Andy's Man Club. And the guys are fantastic at head office um, and they'll help them out. Um, yeah, and we and need also- to, I need to get you two there. I need to yeah, get yeah, you guys in. Yeah, I'll be down there. I'll be there. What's the word? I don't even know how I fucking hear it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll I've only been out for fucking two years. I, I mean, know. yeah, I've only been on the show for the best yeah, part of the year, so do me a favour. On the socials. <laughs> on the socials. <laughs> uh, on the yeah, socials. Yeah. yeah, the socials. Yeah, we'll push it I on there, the isn't it? I the socials all the time. Yeah. This is oh, it. Oh, Darren, Now, Darren will be there, mate. 100%. I'd love to have you there, guys. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, we'll go. We'll get down there. We'll get down there and see it and we'll see it for ourselves and we'll talk about it. I think that's the best way. It's been a lovely conversation. We could go on my scooter. I mean, I could just drive. No, we could go on my scooter. (laughs) All right, we're going going on your scooter. Get on the scooter. Excellent. I'll play ukulele on the back. thank you so much for having me tonight. I've really, really enjoyed myself. Good, mate. Um, Thank you. I've still got half of Notepad that I haven't spoken about. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. He really, like, he's yeah. been quite nice. Like, from yeah. my point of view, like, from a purely selfish point of view, like, just being able to have those really open conversation about yeah, me too, difficult man. things. Yeah. It's been really good for me. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it's lovely, mate. We'll have to we'll have to have a catch up on a part two at some point soon. Yeah. But we will Love see you. To. We will see Love you to. at Andy's Man's Club. Do we'll get down there, hundred percent. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you. Cheers, mate. Be lucky. Thank Good night. Thank you, mate. Cheers, see you later, brother. Thank you. Bye, mate. up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.